I think about how you get your quotes, your new business quotes right now. Uh, traditionally, I think the biggest way to do it is to send an email to an underwriter, like a commercial business quote. You send an email to an underwriter and then you wait. And usually if you get it back the same day or next day, that's really good. Uh, it, it, sometimes it takes two to four days a week, whatever. Then you're just waiting and you're checking your email even more. Your, your attention is not where it needs to be. You're not getting stuff done. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to get a quote when you want to get a quote? You know, what if you could get it right now? And, and that's part of the reason we wanted to tie into this, how it can help your productivity and your time management so much is that what if you could just pick up the phone and make a phone call and in less than five minutes and know if it's eligible, get a quote, sorry, it's going to be emailed to you, but the bindable quote will be sent to you and then you're done. And Brought to you by Union General Insurance. I am your host, Ben Bailey, and welcome to the Curiosity Podcast, where curiosity runs on high. Thank you to our guests ahead of time and to you as our listeners, because with both, we can feed our curiosity together. In this podcast, we invite experts along various walks of life to explore topics that we as outsiders just don't understand. Now, insurance will be a part of our conversations, just like it's part of almost everything we do in our lives. But what we want to do is bring new insights into the ins and outs of each area of expertise with hopes of growing your knowledge of their world as they see it. So without further ado, let's just dive right in. Uh, let's go ahead and get started here. And I thought uh, I'd kick off our first question on uh, time management and productivity to you, Salome. And Salome, um, what initially led you to realize um, you know, how important time management is and how it ultimately has a huge impact on your productivity in your role. Sure. Thank you, Jonathan. And I'm excited to be here, um, not only with, with you and Ben, but of course, Ben, with your agents. Um, so it's funny, time is one of those things that, you know, we all want more of it. We, we can't go to the store and buy it, though I, I'm sure we all wish we could. And so a few years ago now, um, I was actually given a book uh, called Deep Work uh, by an author, Cal Newport. And uh, if you haven't heard of it or if you haven't read it, uh, Ben and I love this book, which I'll share with you in just a moment. We, we, uh, I, I had I'd come to, to hear about this book. I read this book. And essentially, Cal says, you know, executives like each of you on, on this uh, panel discussion today, we, we waste time. And it's really imperative that we seek to own our own time, our time management and productivity to seek to get better. So um, I, uh, I had recently been talking to Ben over the past few months, especially in the pandemic. And I said, you know, have you ever heard of this guy, Cal Newport? Have you ever heard of this thing called deep work? And he said, absolutely. And I said, you know, what are your thoughts on it? And he said, you know, it's I, I, I love it. I think it's important. Um, but we really have to be aware of technology because technology can kind of pull you in a few different directions and and you know some some things can happen from day to day that impact you from a time management and productivity standpoint um so we've kind of had this ongoing dialogue back and forth um about time management and and here we are today very well said and ben have you been had the chance to read that same book as well is that something that that you've incorporated in your day-to-day -day, some tools you've taken from that read also yeah, Cal has a lot of great things to say. Uh, you can see how passionate uh, Sal is about Cal. And uh, he, he does have a lot of great points to think about in the deep work uh, as, it, as it relates to your focus, you know. And, and there's so many distractions right now that it's hard to 
keep your focus in one place. Uh, you really think you're, you're helping yourself by going all over the place and starting all these fires, but really, you know, you need to tend to one uh, and finish that before you get to the next one. But yeah, Cal has a lot of great things to say about uh, focus, which will improve your productivity and improve your uh, time management. Absolutely. Being able to focus on one item at a time, accomplishing that before you start moving your mind on to the next task. Hard to do, but a really important lesson. Uh, and so another question I was thinking about here. So how do you both handle uh, overcoming unforeseen changes in your day-to-day work life? Um, you know, we know things come up unexpectedly all the time as we're going through our day-to-day. We think we have a plan. You know, Mike Tyson famously said everyone has a has a plan or strategy right until they get hit. So that always happens. Um, and also, how do you choose what to prioritize when that does happen? So, you know, first part of the question, I guess, how do you overcome those challenges? And then how do you determine what to prioritize in your day to day? Ben, let's start with you. Yeah, I think the first thing is, uh, it's a lesson I taught my kids when they were uh, still very young. And it's don't panic. Rule number one, don't panic. You know, just pause, take a deep breath. And then uh, rule number two is have fun. Mom doesn't agree with the order of those things necessarily, but, but that's what it is. Uh, so yeah, don't panic. Just pause. Think about the situation, what it really is. Uh, our emotional reaction is usually not the best choice to go with up front. So give us some thought. And then how I prioritize it would be if I have something that I need to hand off to somebody else to start, I don't want to be the delay. Yeah, I want to delegate something as soon as possible so somebody else can do their piece and then on down the line. And then maybe it comes back to me. But I don't want to delay somebody else's work. You know, I, don't want to, I don't want to put something off and, uh, and then get to the point when I finally get to it. And my first step is to give it to someone else. I'd rather just give it to them right away and then have it come back. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's probably my, one of my big rules is don't delay somebody else's work. And then you, know, you have to if, make checklists. That, that always helps me. We've talked about that in previous panels. Uh, checklists are a way to put it out on paper, saying things out loud, and just kind of view it from a different angle than inside your head, which is often cloudy. And uh, and you can kind of see and put put in order what you think is most important. You know? And only you know what's most important. Right, right. That's a really great point. Yeah, checklist, writing it out, being able to visualize it, right, as, a port, as opposed to just trying to make it all make sense in your head and then delegating. You know, I'm someone who likes to, to take care of things right away by myself. I don't like... Uh, you know, handing it off to other people. But in reality, the uh, end result of your work and your, uh, you know, ability to meet the needs of the client that you're that you're dealing with at the time, whatever the situation might present, uh, can be more effectively done when you are willing to hand some of that off when it's appropriate. Uh, Salma, do you have any thoughts on that question as well? A hundred percent. So it's, you know, I, I like Ben's household rules of, you know, first take a deep breath and, and then have fun. And I definitely agree uh, with number one of, of taking a deep breath. I mean, we all have things that come across our desk right away. And we think that there's this urgency that we have to treat everything equal. But at the end of the day, I mean, we have to assess, you know, what is most important? What is going to be value producing? And, and how can I allocate time to that? So, I mean, we're all on this call in, in the business of insurance and, and, and hopefully, you know, prospecting and, and finding customers to to be able to continue to, to sell insurance. So it when, when you are getting something, you have to seek to balance. Okay, you know, is this going to get me one step closer to selling that policy? Is this going to ensure that I'm going to be successful, you know, for my office, for my brand, what have you? So I think, you know, as you are kind of taking that deep breath, uh, take an inventory and say, okay, is this something that, to Ben's point, that, you know, you don't want to be the cause of the delay and, and delegate it. Do you need to delegate it? 
um, and or is it something that you have to handle now because it's going to be the, the difference maker between you selling a policy and not selling a policy. That's a really good point. And, and Salve, how, how do you approach delegating? Is that something that, that you found that you have a good process for doing or is it still something maybe that, you know, is a, can be a struggle when the, when the opportunity arises? Uh, I can get a, a better at a lot of things, um, and delegation included. Um, but I would say, you know, if, if it's something that is going to directly impact either one of my customers and, and based on the role here at USLI, I seek to handle it as best I can and to make sure that I maintain that relationship because we all know insurance is a relationship business. And so, you know, I'll, I'll delegate things that I can uh, automate. Uh, so I'm not necessarily delegating it to a person, but if I can automate a process or streamline a process, I will. Um, but I think delegation is an important thing uh, that we have to seek to master um, so we can, you know, sell more insurance. Absolutely. And that's the ultimate goal, right? We want to sell. We want to uh, have people like doing business with us. And the best way to do that is, is be able to provide uh, clear, efficient, and accurate work as quickly as possible. And however we're best able to do that, delegating, making lists, um, all those are really great strategies for uh, you all who are with us to really implement in your day-to-day. Um, so another topic I wanted to jump to, and this is one that's really interesting for me, uh, technology. Um, you know, I'm sure we've, we've all heard that word. What does that mean? You know, what, how is that, you know, used in our day-to-day life? So, uh, Salve, I thought I'd start with you again here first. How has technology uh, either or both enhanced your ability to do your job and, um, you know, maybe even to an extent uh, impeded your ability to do your job in certain occasions? And how do you balance that and are able to remain, you know, productive uh, throughout the day. Yeah, so this is something that I think Ben does really well. So I want to hear his thoughts on it in particular. Um, but I would say technology, um, as you really said, it Ben can be a blessing and a curse. I mean, it can enable you to stay connected with prospects and customers, but it also then, you know, ensures that you're connected with prospects and customers. So um, again, I think it goes back to delegation. If you can use technology and, and leverage that to either automate things or, or do things for you, um, but then use that and leverage that so you can stay connected with, you know, the, the people that you're working with. That can be really critical. Um, I know, you know, all of us right now are, are currently, you know, using technology to engage with each other here. Um, and it, I mean, it's, it's made the world, especially in the pandemic, a, a much smaller place. And, and you're able to communicate with people all over, um, which can be pretty cool. But uh, technology, definitely, if you you don't use it for for good, that can that can definitely be a little frustrating with regard to email and what have you. But I know uh, Ben Ben uses technology well. He does, and Ben, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts about this. I know this is a passionate, or a topic that you're passionate about, and something that uh, you've really taken towards, you know, using to to build those relationships and to build, um, you know, your ability to do business as well. So, um, what are what are some of your thoughts, Ben, on this topic? First of all, thank you for the accolades on how good I am with technology. But I have started speaking on mute like everyone else, so uh, it definitely gets the gets the better of me sometimes. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's a blessing and a curse. You know, it's uh, technology is a very powerful tool. It is a tool, uh, so a, a lot relies on who's controlling who, and you need to be very intentional when you go into. I'll just take your your iPhone, um, and set up your notifications in a way where it's not controlling you. You know, I check these things when I want to do it, not when it tells me I have something, because uh, you will get in a an endless cycle. Uh, of uh, notifications and you'll never get any kind of focus at all and get anything done. 
So, you know, that's a, there's a lot of things that you can research and just Google online about how to do that, how to uh, control your notifications to get more things done. Um, so I would, I would start with that as far as uh, controlling technology. But, uh, you know, it carries a lot of responsibility with it, too. And the next book after Cal Newport, I don't know if you've got your hands on it yet, Sal, but uh, A World Without Email. He's been doing his rounds uh, talking about that on, on certain podcasts. And uh, it's A World Without Email, Reimagining Work in an Age of Communication Overload. And it's perfect for this discussion because he's talking about mostly email, how it's been such an important role uh, or, or tool in our lives on, to get things done faster and get more things done. But it's gotten to a point where it's, it's an overload. You know, it's, it's overwhelming. And it's actually, is it doing more harm than good? Uh, in certain circumstances, yes, it is. In others, you know, no, it's, it's definitely a, a better way. But in their studies, they show that uh, the average person checks their email every six minutes. And when you break focus to regain the level of focus you were at, it takes about 15 minutes. So how are you ever going to get any good, deep focus work done? You know, and so don't beat yourself up for, uh, for not being able to finish things because it's happening to a lot of people, but just be aware of it and make a change. You know, don't, don't check those emails uh, as often. You know, set them up to deliver every hour or check them once or twice a day. That will help. Uh, but he spends a lot of time talking about uh, the cost of switching tasks. People think they can multitask. Our brains are not developed to multitask. We can only do one thing at a time, but we can start a lot of things uh, separately and, and we can move between them very quickly, but we can't do them all at the same time. So if you wanna do something good and get it done and get it done faster, then you need to do one thing at a time. And, and a lot of that has to do with you know, planning your day well. Use the checklist to plan your day. What am I gonna get done? Okay, from this time to this time, I'm gonna focus on this and I'm gonna get this done. Or if you don't plan on getting it done, I'm gonna get this far into it and stop here and then move on to the next thing. Be very intentional about your time. You only have so much of it. So uh, when you do switch tasks too, he talks about attention residue and that's where it kind of, whatever you were working on, it's still, even though you've decided to move on, it's still lingering. You know, you might have some uh, additional thoughts pop into your head about it uh, and, and you're trying to have a new conversation and the other person can tell. So, you know, it's, it, there's all these things to, to keep in mind about uh, how you perform your day. But, uh, but yeah, so talking about the emails, you know, maybe limiting the number of emails you get. Unsubscribe to a lot of things that you don't read, you don't need anymore. Nobody's going to be hurt. Nobody's even going to know, probably. Uh, except I'll know if you unsubscribe to our emails. I check those. But as far as limiting the emails, you know, think about how you get your quotes, your new business quotes right now. Uh, traditionally, I think the biggest way to do it is to send an email to an underwriter, like a commercial business quote. You send an email to an underwriter, and then you wait. And usually, if you get it back the same day or next day, that's really good. Uh, it, sometimes it takes two to four days a week, whatever. Then you're just waiting and you're checking your email even more. Your, your attention is not where it needs to be. You're not getting stuff done. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to get a quote when you want to get a quote? You know, what if you could get it right now? And, and that's part of the reason we wanted to tie into this, how it can help your productivity and your time management so much is that what if you could just pick up the phone and make a phone call and in less than five minutes and know if it's eligible get a quote. Sorry, it's going to be emailed to you, but the bindable quote will be sent to you and then you're done. And if we can't do it, then we've got an arrangement set up with USLI where if they can't quote you over the phone and send you a bindable quote now, 
they will refer you back to us and you'll get one of our underwriters and we will search our other markets and see if it's something that we can help you with. And most likely we can, but if we can't, within that same day, you will know what markets won't take it right away. You don't have to send an email out blind and wait and see if you get anything back uh, or it'll at least take a few days or a week. So I think that this instant quote phone line is, is a very good option to start. I'm not saying you have to use it all the time and you'll learn when it's not, when it's not appropriate, but start there. You know, it's a great start. It will buy you a ton of time in the long run and you'll know where you stand right away. So Jonathan, you're, you're the expert on instant quote. Uh, maybe you can kind of go into a little bit more of the finite details of, of instant quote, how it works, what they can expect. And, uh, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Ben, I mean, you, uh, you're an expert yourself. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, everyone just to like continue to feed off of the, the topic we've been discussing here on technology and, uh, you know, productivity and managing your time, as Ben was saying, you all have access uh, to quote over the phone, to quote online uh, at uniongeneral.com and, uh, you know, speak to a U.S. Lie underwriter through, you know, when you dial that dedicated number through Union General and get a quote sent to you in just a few minutes. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're going to do is that smaller premium stuff, and you don't want to spend a ton of time on that, and we don't want you spending a ton of time on that either. Um, so really we've been able to sort of uh, morph the best aspects of technology but also allowing you still to, you know, humanize that experience and speak with the real person. So you get the efficiency of the technology that we have available to us today while still being able to rely on another person, um, you know, when the situation calls for it. So, um, you know, I've had conversations with Ben and his agents and other people, other agents, hundreds of conversations throughout uh, this past year. And the response is always overwhelmingly positive that, yeah, this is the best platform for us to use, whether it's quoting online at uniongeneral.com uh, or calling in, uh, which is, um, you know, another option for you to do as well and getting that quote sent to you. There's really no faster, more efficient way to do that in the industry. And so, yeah, Ben, I really appreciate you bringing that up. And, you know, for everyone here trying to learn about how to manage their time and stay productive, uh, this is going to be an awesome tool for you all to use. Um, so just to give you all that phone number real quick, and this is available at uniongeneral.com as well. You don't get a chance to write it down here, but that number is 844-244-1120. So give it a call. They're not going to ask you for any applications, accord forms, nothing like that. Super easy process. So just want to encourage you all to do that and set yourself up for success in your day-to-day, -day, whether that you know includes time management and being as productive as possible. So um, mm. awesome. Ben, thanks for that question. And uh, to uh, – you know, tip us off here. I thought I'd end with a, a question that uh, I think is really going to be helpful and, you know, really helps to self, set yourself up for success for the following day. Um, what is one thing we can all do at the end of the workday to make the next morning easier? Uh, ben, why don't we start with you again? Reflection, you know, and I would say in the form of writing it down, you know, so whether it's a checklist, it just whatever's in your head, left in your head, put it down on paper. And that way, the reason it keeps coming back up throughout the evening is because you don't want to forget it. So take a moment to write it down so you can't forget it. When you come back, it's right there. Come back with uh, some fresh thoughts and uh, refreshed spirit <laughs> and, and get back to it the next day. But I would say if you unload the things that uh, are still pending that you need to get to, put that on paper so you know where to start the next day. Plan, plan your next morning. Uh, that will 
make you rest much more peacefully and, uh, and set you up to have a great day. So I, I would say that's the best thing to do. And don't be afraid to go through your day and, and figure out the things where you could have done better and the things that you did really well. You know, I think we all deserve a pat on our back too and uh, where we did well and you know, learn from your mistakes and learn from your successes too. I'm always ready to give myself a pat on the back. Absolutely. Um, uh, Salome, what about you? Any final thoughts? I, I'm literally in one of the same uh, with Ben. Um, and I actually, uh, along with having my, my to-do list, which I always have here, um, is also then just reviewing my calendar. And so you can kind of really get in the mindset, you know, is it going to be a hectic day that I know I really need to be tight with my time um, and perhaps use that instant quote to make sure I'm getting those those quotes in the door um, or out the door, I should say. Um, and or am I going to have a little less hectic day for which I could do prospecting and what have you. So, you know, I, I have my to-do list. I, I write that out. I have that prepared. I'm also kind of matching that up with my uh, my actual calendar to say, okay, you know, how am I going to be most effective? Yeah, perfect. And and I totally agree. Having that agenda checklist for the next morning done the night before so you can hit the ground running in the morning. You're not taken by surprise for anything, uh, you know, at 8.30 a.m. or whenever you start your day is in, invaluable. So mm-hmm. really awesome points there. And uh, what I want to do now is uh, I'm going to pull up this slide here for us and so what i'm going to do now is is close this out and you know i really hope that this uh you know discussion here will be helpful to you all you'll be able to take some of the lessons some of the topics that we discuss and implement it in your day-to-day um you know to really allow you to you know feel like you're being productive to be productive manage your time um, utilize some of the tools we discussed here uh, absolutely, please, you know, include instant quote. If you have more questions about that or anything else that we've discussed, uh, you know, Ben is absolutely available to you. He wants to talk with you. I know that. And uh, he wants to hear from you all and hear your thoughts as well. So don't hesitate to reach out to him. We have his email there, his phone number. And again, don't hesitate. So um, really appreciate you all being here, investing the time to uh, to join us. And again, want to want to again, lastly here, encourage you all to take the lessons, take the items we've discussed, and and give those a shot. Uh, you know, as you're going through your your work day. So, um, thank you all again, and we'll wait on here just a few seconds, see if any questions come in. But um, again, thank you all for being here. Really appreciate it. All right. Well, again, thank you all very much for being here. Any any final words, Salome, Ben, before I before I close this out? Yeah. Thank you all just so so much as as always. And uh, yeah, Ben, the floor is yours. Yeah, I'll just say. Uh, I ran across this uh, really cool quote. We do whiteboard whiteboard Wednesday uh, every Wednesday on our social media platforms that we put out there, and uh, just something that uh, you can draw from some inspiration or something. But the one this week uh, I thought was really appropriate for today's conversation, and it was from a, a financial expert and author. His name's Nathan Morris. It says, "It's not always that we need to do more, but rather that we need to focus on less." And I, I've come across in a lot of these quotes. I've come across a lot of financial experts, a lot of guys uh, like on the Wall Street and stuff that they got great quotes when it comes to time management and productivity. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason that their quotes are in this arena. Um, so we, sh- we should maybe listen, even though it's uh, not directly the same industry. But, uh, but yeah, we should listen to that. Awesome. Absolutely something for us to think about as we leave uh, here. So uh, thanks again, everybody. Have a great rest of the day. Stay safe, stay healthy. We look forward to doing some business with you in the future. Thank you for joining this episode of the Curiosity Podcast and our never-ending pursuit to understand more. We hope that whenever you are presented with something that makes you stop and wonder, you'll have that courage needed to ask those questions, digging just a little bit deeper. Approach everything with that childlike wonder that causes you again and again to ask why or how. 
you'll be amazed how many answers and stories are dying to be told and that everyone truly is an expert at something, even you. Check out our website at unioneneralinsurance.com for more resources intended to bring you value, both inside and out of the insurance world. Things ranging from communication tips or leadership lessons or how to get quick, simple quotes on all types of insurance. Until next time, stay curious, my friends, and never stop learning because everyone can be your teacher if you're looking for it.